Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stop it, Charlie. It's backdoor cover. Let's go. Charlie, riled this morning. Hang on, I gotta grab her. This one's for you, Charles. Let's go. Oh, yeah. It's backdoor cover. It's Tuesday morning. I got an out-of-control puppy. I'm with Brad Key, and I am Micah. Brad, what's good? Are you calling me an out-of-control puppy? I'll take it. No, that's just the dog in my lap right now. I'm just teasing. Not you either. I'm crazy, uh, see, buddy. I'm crazy. You're Let's bringing the this. jokes today. I love it. I love it. What a great day it is. Uh, it's Tuesday morning. Brad and I waited to do this podcast on Tuesday because on paper, the Monday night game was pretty good. The The 5-1 and one Bears versus the 4-2 the and two Rams. Uh, the game sucked, so we apologize for waiting an extra day. But <laughs> uh, we are here to break down pro football. As always, we're live from the MyBookie studios. Use promo code BACKDOOR when you sign up at MyBookie. And you'll get a deposit bonus, uh, Brad. What what was your big takeaway for the uh, the weekend in professional football? Well, the most the most fresh and stinkiest is that the Bears laid a stinker on offense uh, last night. Bunch of picks just didn't quite. They just didn't quite. Uh, I don't know. They just seem disjointed almost. It's it's like they're kind of still finding their identity with Nick Foles at quarterback. So, eh, what are you gonna do? Uh, my big yeah, they, takeaway they from terrible. the weekend. This is a good question. A lot of takeaways, but uh, the biggest thing that sticks out in my mind is that OBJ injury and that Baker Mayfield is uh, becoming consistently stinkier every single week. Uh, the bill, I'd say, uh, yeah, the I Browns mean, are in trouble. They come down and drive them to the win. But, yeah, I, they keep uh, winning, the which is even weirder. Uh, yeah, but it, it's like every time I watch them, I'm less impressed, but they their record gets better. So I don't know. They're an enigma. It's good to have a good yeah. running game. That's what I think. Uh, I have several takeaways. One is we're, we're seeing who the good teams are and who the bad teams are. Okay. And it seems like there are a lot of really bad teams. There doesn't seem to be a bunch in the middle this year. Uh, there's some good teams that are step above, and there are a lot of teams that are just terrible. And they're all in the NFC East. Oh, uh, the, let's, the whole let's, NFC East just stinks. Is just pathetic. The Cowboys, let's, oh my uh, God. Yeah, let's start in the let's start with the Thursday night game and just run through them real quick. The Eagles somehow come back and beat the Giants at the end of that game last on Thursday night. Uh, this is a one in six team versus a two four and one team. That two four and one team sits in first place in their division. I think the, the Giants lost on yeah. purpose. It didn't I mean, look it like they lost on purpose. Certainly appeared that way. I I just at the end of the game I got the sense that that didn't feel like a loss to the Giants. It felt like they kind of came away with what they were looking for as a competitive loss. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> stinker. Uh, staying in the NFC East, another fucking stinker. The Dallas Cowboys get beat by the Washington professional football team, twenty-five to three. Beat is an and understatement. It really wasn't. It really wasn't even that close. Uh, Cowboys just are atrocious. They got atrocious. all their defenders back. They got Vandersquish. They got them all playing now, don't they? Like, is there a, a, a critical member on that defense that is not currently suiting up that I'm not thinking of? Uh, I can't think of any. I mean, I th- their defense I still hope sucks. I hope these dudes are hurt because they're terrible. The you think they're playing awful? Hurt. That's a good theory. No. Well, I mean, who knows? Mike Nolan is the defense coordinator. Clearly is terrible. He's a terrible defense coordinator. He was out of football before he came back and, and coached the Cowboys. He stinks. Apparently yesterday in a press conference, he had to leave the press conference early because he had to pass go on his eye 
Like he had just eaten a sandwich with Tabasco and he got it in his eye. Like the guy's just an incompetent boob, and I'm surprised he hasn't been fired yet. He's struggling um, to tie his shoes and he can't run a defense for shit. You also have Andy Dalton getting knocked, knocked like into, you know, Jupiter, yes. basically. Um, Cowboys are just a nightmare. Ben DiNucci, I've seen him play uh, in person, actually, the the new quarterback. When he was in college, it, or so it appears. Yeah, James Madison. He's not ready. <laughs> and he's he's never going to get ready. he's never going to be ready to be an NFL quarterback. We're probably going to get some Garrett Gilbert. There's nothing like going from that, uh division 2 or 3 what is D- JMU? Yeah, division 1 Okay. F- not CS. not yeah. big boy football. Right? Is one that double fair? A, okay. I believe one double A. Oh, yeah. You're going from one double A football to professional football with one of the shittiest most injured offensive lines maybe in the league. I mean, arguably, yeah. he is in big trouble if he has to man that that uh, that offense. Luckily, he's got good weapons, but I mean, it, I think it hurts more when a defensive lineman that's a professional hits you than a D one whatever double A thing they yeah USJ yeah we the Anyways, Cowboys are dead they're in big trouble. Uh, I hey and it's still tanking only, season. Still only a half game out of first place. Shocking. <laughs> All right, let's let's move on to one of the the most eventful games. This was. Uh, is it Chris Hansen or Scott Hansen? I always get it wrong. It's Scott Hansen on the red zone, not the to catch a predator guy. Right. He was losing it. I don't know if you got to to sit down and watch. The, no, I don't the have red zone. Hour. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't either. I just have an illegal stream. Uh, I forgot you're a pirate. You. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to be a pirate. But I want to pay for this. I really do. Anyway, um, he was losing. He was like, "This is the best." NFL red zone all season. The end of these the end of these noon games was bananas. We talked a little bit about the Browns and Bengals. Browns somehow win 37-34. Joe Burrow takes his team down the field uh, and scores like a minute 7 to he go and then slinging. the Browns go back down and score. Burrow 35 of 47, 406, three touchdowns. I think he had he, a rushing touchdown you know, too. Dude just knows what he what to do. Yeah, he's um, a player, man. He's going to be good. I mean, and he's playing on a I mean, the Browns you could. I'm sorry. The Bengals obviously have some holes in their their offensive side of the ball. Like they, I could just see him getting better and better as that unit comes together. So the Bengals got a really good building blocks for the future. I think. Good. Yeah, receivers, he looks good. Young receivers. The Lions beat the Falcons 23-22. This was another absolutely bananas finish <laughs> in the noon window. Was this uh, another deal this... where they scored the touchdown when they needed to kneel it? Yes, and this is Todd Gurley who does it. Yes, who he is, knows better. Is most he is the most famous guy for kneeling instead of scoring. Yeah, he's done it like when two he or ran three like, times in uh, his career, parallel to the end zone just to waste time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah, he's done this like two or three times, and apparently there was oh god, now it's escaping me. There was a college football game on Saturday. It was the Indiana Penn State game. Yeah, where Penn State accidentally scores at the end of the game. Like the guy tried to stop. Right. And then Indiana came back and scored and then won the game in overtime. And apparently the announcers said, oh, he should have play, made the Todd Gurley play here and t- and stopped. And like, Todd this Gurley is called the it. Todd Gurley play. And then the next day, Todd Gurley accidentally scores a touchdown. You could tell he's trying to go down. Like, the, the yeah. tip of the ball barely crosses the line. So, yep, nut crush city. I mean, yeah, so that he scores accidentally. The Lions end up driving down the field, scoring on the last play. They are 3-3. Three and three. There was a video that Will DeFreeze sent me that like had this dude 
like running around his neighborhood shirtless with a with a lion's flag and he's like we're three and three baby we're three and three <laughs> just imagine how miserable you have to be to be a lions fan and be that excited uh to to be three and three i bet it's cold matthew in stafford too. Uh, it's it can't be nice right now stafford went 25 of 36 for 340 and a touchdown and looked great on that last drive and they won the game uh they're somehow sort of in the in the mix uh, moving on to the game of the day on paper, and turned out to be a heck of a game. The Steelers beat the Titans 27-24. Uh, the Titans had a makeable field goal as time expired or, you know, in the last few seconds. And Steven Goskowski, a probably Hall of Fame kicker, misses, and mm. Steelers win 27-24. I give more credit to the Titans than I do to the Steelers. Is that right? Uh, tit- Titans came out. Uh, Steelers were up 24-7 at half. The Titans are just, they just really impress me. Like, they are a 60-minute football team. Mike yeah. Vrabel knows what, what he's doing. And they just, they hang around. They don't panic. They stick to the run game. It's, and and they've got some weapons. A.J. Brown's a beast. Good Six God. catches, 153 and a touch. Um, and he hasn't like been playing just, this whole year. He's been injured for most of the year. So, like, and they've the been Steelers good. The Steelers so. are very good. They're the only 6-0 team in football. Uh, but the Titans, that was their third game in 10 days, and they hung, they could have, they should have basically sent this thing to overtime. It was bananas uh, that they just, and I'm just really impressed with the Titans. Um, the Steelers are sitting pretty as well at 6 and 0, but, uh, and another very exciting finish in NFL Red Zone. <laughs> Big Ben had a, an up and down day 268, two touchdowns, three picks. Uh, yeah. Yeah, interesting. That that Steelers defense just is a nightmare. So I guess that's kind of the story here. When you've got a good defense, the most of these good teams have a a very strong defensive unit, and some of them have very strong offenses as well. But I think that's kind of the defining factor of the 2020 season. Super, super elite defenses seem to be holding up uh, and and getting the best records on the, on the books here. So, Steelers so far, so strong. good. Saints beat the Panthers in New Orleans 27-24. Um, I think I predicted this to be a, a close game because it is a division game. Saints win. The Saints are, are probably better at this point than the Panthers. They they look a year away. Uh, the Saints aren't a great team, though. I just I, They don't look to me to be a Super Bowl caliber team. Uh, but that's just They're pretty to look Who at, but they're, they just got holes, man. Like There's something about it. Like Drew Brees... Obviously, people have been talking about his arm strength is kind of gone, but I don't know. I'm in, in the exact same boat as you. When we started the season, I thought the Saints were going to be amongst the elite, and they have they just haven't been that impressive. Yeah, I, I think, they just seem a step back from where they've been the last two or th- I mean, the last two or three years, they've been legit Super Bowl contenders, and they just don't seem to have it. This I'm year. super impressed with Matt Rule. Like, I didn't think he'd come in here and take the stinkiest team in the entire league. People were saying that the Panthers were going to be the worst in the entire the entire NFL, them are like Jacksonville. And the Carolina is is competitive week in and week out. And it doesn't matter if Mike Davis is running the ball or whoever. Like they uh they have a a good group of people that have good chemistry and I think that's all Matt Rule. So I'm very impressed with him in year one. Yeah. Yeah. Impressive. Impressive. He the dude knows what he's doing. He's a bad I'm boy. Yeah, he's well. good. Uh the Bills Beat the Jets 18 to 10, six field goals. Uh, the Jets were up in this game. They were up 10 to six at halftime. I think it was 10 nothing, too. Uh, 
18 to 10. You're going to need to score some touchdowns, but the Jets are fucking atrocious. They did cover for us, though, didn't they, Brad? Oh, they did. Just Algo, by the seat Algo of their pants. Algo wins again. Sam yeah. Darnold went 12 for 23 for 120 and two picks. Mm, yeah, Josh good. Allen, 30 of 43 for 307. How the hell did uh, they even and, keep this competitive? Like the and Bucks, leads the, or the Bills no, should have just blown you, them the fuck out. you got to score touchdowns. Josh yeah. Allen, 11 carries for 61 yards, leading the team in rushing as well. Um, and in carries. Yeah, the Jets are just atrocious, absolutely atrocious. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Moving on. Packers. Uh, Kick the shit out of the Texans in a game that wasn't this close. I knew Final they score, would. 35, 35 to twenty. It was twenty-one nothing at half. Um, the Texans are just, it's they just don't have anything. Green Bay is and good, man. Green Bay is good. Devontae Adams is legit. Jamal oh. Williams had a nice day on the ground. Um, Aaron Rodgers looks great. I mean, the the Packers are a good football team. Yeah, it turns out Devontae Adams is good. One hundred ninety-six yards, yeah, and two and also, touchdowns on the day. If you're a Texans fan and you see. And you see that their wide receiver, who's now with the Arizona, uh, when you see Hopkins just yes. being, he's the best player in football. He's, he's the best offensive them. player in football. He he's is a freak. killing it. And the Texans can't get anybody open on third down. They just stink. Yeah, they, they traded on. a pick and David Johnson for the, uh, to give him up. And David Johnson, put 14 carries, 42 yards, no touchdowns, a three-yard average carry. Uh, not Not inspiring. What the hell? Yeah. Packers improved to five and one. They are certainly in the elite tier in the NFC. I think that's safe to say. Agreed. Another team that's making an argument for that is the Buccaneers, who destroyed the Raiders in Vegas, forty-five to twenty. This is a Raiders team that's won some good, some big games this year. Um, Tom Brady. Uh, these guys look good, and they look really good in the first half. Uh, again, they lead twenty-one to ten at half, and then put a. 21 points in the fourth quarter to to blow these fools out. 33 of 45, 369, and four touchdowns. I think Brady's like 15 touchdowns, one interception his, his last four games. Uh, they are starting to look pretty scary. Yeah, it's the defense though, man. And Fournette came out. He'd been injured for the last couple weeks and looked pretty pretty. Yeah, elusive, 11 carries, man. 50 yards. He had a bunch of catches too. Yeah, he, he uh, him and Ronald Jones are turning into a really a pretty – solid base for that run game and then if you've got an elite defense like they do that defensive line is big uh and antonio brown has officially signed his contract so <laughs> god only knows if he's ever tom brady play, but... and antonio brown being best buddies is just weird to me what, what is the deal there like he, tom brady like went to bat for him last year to get him <laughs> on to new england and now he's doing the same thing in tampa bay and it's like i'm assuming that's what the driving force is is tom brady behind getting him that's, back into that's the league. what the reports are tom so Brady's it's just psycho. weird yeah, uh, Tom Brady's just a, a psycho. He's he's an unbalanced psychopath that that only cares about winning and doesn't care that his team just hired a serial creep and a terrible human being. <laughs> um, and we'll see if he even plays. I mean, I, he's his suspension last eight games. Plus, he's still got a there's still pending litigation. So we'll see. Uh, Chiefs, they're certainly an elite team in the AFC. They improved to six and one. They kicked crap out of the Broncos in the snow. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drew Locke wasn't very good. Two picks, 24-40, not very accurate. Um, they're, you know the, who the leading receiver in this game was, Brad? Tell me. Albert O. Oh, Albert, I saw him get a couple okay, of well, balls. Yeah. I still, the guy played at Mizzou for three years. I don't know how to say his last name. but I don't think uh, you can seven, say it. It's not easy. Seven catches for 60 yards. Alberto, uh, the rookie tight end out of Missouri, I think he was a third or fourth round pick for Denver. 
uh, had a nice day. That's the only bright spot. The Chiefs are a monster. They're a machine. 43-16 in another game that, you know, was never in doubt. Um, Chiefs are light years ahead of the Broncos right now. Broncos are two years away from being two years away, or so it appears. Chiefs are light years ahead of the majority of the league, so there is that. That's true, too. Um, here's a team that's surprising. The Patriots get their ass kicked, the worst home loss in the Bill Belichick era. They lose 33-6. to 49ers go across the country and just kick their shit in. Uh, Garoppolo, <laughs> 20 of 25 for 277. Pretty pretty impressive. He did have two picks. Yeah, but, two of those five incompletions was, were picks. And they still kick their ass. Like that's, that's Who the hell bad. is Jeffrey Wilson? He had 17 I, I, carries for 112 yards for? and three touchdowns. Who 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 he play for? Yeah, that's Brandon Ayuk. I think he's a rookie wide receiver You're for correct. San Francisco. At Arizona State. Six catches, 115 yards. Uh, two more, or actually three more games, I guess. The Chargers, uh, with Justin Herbert, uh, beat the Jags. The Jags are terrible, but and the Chargers are two and four, so they're mostly terrible. But thirty nine twenty nine. Herbert, Herbert might be the story of the year at this point to me. That kid yep. can fucking sling. Twenty seven of forty three, three forty seven, and three touchdowns. Oh, I and mean, he just had a casual nine carries for sixty six yards and another touch. Yeah, if you are, if you're Miami, you better hope two is good. <laughs> because you could have had this guy, and he's looking like he's a franchise guy, um, big time. He big, looks like a difference time. maker. He and looks Keenan like Allen a guy within a year out, or two could be yeah. could be a top five quarterback. Keenan Allen uh, is one of the most underrated players in the league in my mind too. He's had a great career, man. He is consistently very good. Ten catches, one twenty five for Allen. Um, the best game of the week, in my opinion. I don't know if you stayed up for this, and I for some reason I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Sunday night or the Cardinals. Come back in overtime, beat Seattle 37-34 in a game that was just fucking wild. I gave up uh, on the them Cardinals. at halftime. I thought it was over at half. Yeah, I was building the rundown for Too Much Dip, the other sports podcast I host. And uh, I at halftime, I wrote, See, you know, Seahawks beat Cardinals, Seahawks are elite, whatever it is. Uh, this Cardinals team, I, I don't like to give Cliff Kingsbury too much credit because he's so good looking. Um, <laughs> but they are really... He his team and they did this. They showed some of this last year. I think they went four and twelve, but they still showed a level of poise and maturity. And it's back to the sixty minute thing. Like they are not rattled. They are calm, cool, and collected. Even at the end of the game, when they went down and kicked a field goal to send the game to overtime, like they're running draw plays and quarterback draws and just keep. Like there's thirty seconds left, and instead of th- panicking and throwing six yard outs, they're going to get knocked down or yeah. intercepted or whatever. Like. They're still running their offense and just ca- casually, calmly going up, spiking the football, running quarterback draws. Like it, it was really impressive. And uh, the overtime, it they go down. I think they missed a field goal. Uh, the Seahawks go down there in field goal range, and the Cardinals get an interception. And with like a minute left, they go down the field, kick a kick a game winning field goal, win the game. Uh, Russell yeah. Wilson is amazing, though. Uh, not as amazing as Tyler Lockett. 15 catches, 200 yards, three touchdowns, 50 fantasy points in our league. I still lost somehow. Um, <laughs> I don't even want to get, I don't want to talk about it. The, okay, Russell well, we got to talk about the DJ Kep, Metcalf rundown of that pick six. That yeah. should have been a pick six. I mean, he's Ru- running down uh, the me- field, and he looks he looks like he's maybe like eight feet taller than everybody else on the field, and his head's like bobbing, and he's like every stride is double with the guy who had picked it off a cornerback, no less. And he catches him from behind and just pulverizes him. 
And it then they don't even score points on it. They get it down to like what are they like on the twenty, on the fifteen, something like that. They, like, they were inside the ten, I think, and then they go they they four and out. They go for it on fourth down and don't get it. Yeah, he saved seven points. It was amazing. It was absolutely uh, play one of the plays of the year. DJ Metcalf, good god, that guy's a beast. He is an not much of a receiving freak. game. He had two for twenty three, but that I mean that's just hustle, man. Like that's something you respect for. That's something that it sticks out to people for a long time. Like, I'm going to remember that play more so no than even the, the Tyler Lockett stat line. So, pretty cool. Russell, you know, here's the deal with the Seahawks. They are, their offense is amazing. Russell Wilson, 33 of 50, 388, three touchdowns. He also led the team in rushing, six carries for 80 yard, 84 Too many yards. Picks, though. However, though, they have allowed more yards through six games than any team in NFL history because they gave up 519 to Arizona. Mm. Um, when you're 5-1... and one, People don't complain that much, but they're going to need Russell Wilson to be Russell Wilson if they're going to, and they're going to need to get some things fixed on that defense uh, to really be a Super Bowl contender. But they're sitting at five and one. Seahawks are the Cardinals sit at five and two and look look legit. Yeah, they um, they kind of go up and down like you would expect uh, a team that's led by what isn't he second year Kyler Murray? Yeah, like that's kind of what you would expect. Some really high, some college, some too. lows, exactly. Um, so yeah, this Cardinals team is only getting better. Uh, the Seahawks team's really good. Their defense is a dumpster fire at this point. But you know, if you can keep, uh, if you can put up as many points as Russell Wilson and and crew seem to put up with ease, thirty four should be enough to win most yes, of the time. It should so. be. Uh, and then the last game, the Monday night game, which was terrible. The Bears uh, just laid an egg against the Rams, twenty four to ten in uh, L A. I don't know. There's not much to say. I didn't watch much of this. This this wasn't very interesting. Even this when felt it was like close. the most pumped in uh, crowd noise of any game I've seen all year. It just felt so uh, like inauthentic. It just was this like consistent like roar in the background and like it would do like the I, wide. I just pans. think ESPN There's not a single person in there. I think ESPN does too much with those Monday night games. Yeah. Like they try too hard on production and add all these elements that just aren't necessary. That's my hypothesis anyway. Yeah. That stadium uh, looks pretty tight though. Four teams on by this week were Colts, Dolphins, Vikings, and Ravens. So we get to see two in next week. Let me look ahead to week eight real quick. God, week eight means we're halfway through the season, Brad. It's insane. Let's yeah, go. Let's just ten. get through the season. Come on, boys. Niners, uh, Seahawks looks like a fun game coming up next week. Bills, Patriots is always going to be a good time. There are not a lot of games between uh, really good teams. All the Steelers, Ravens is your game of the week. Mm-hmm. How about uh, Chiefs-Jets? That sounds like a really good one. Oh, my God. I saw it was like 21 points. And 49ers, Not enough. and Bears-Saints. So there's three good games next week. Um, yeah, 19 and a half is the line on the Chiefs. It should be 40. We'll see what Algo says. We Brad and I will be back with uh, Can't Miss Mitch on Thursday. You'll. Breaking down Algo all did the well lines. last week. Yeah, Algo did quite well. I think it was five and... Eight and five, eight and five, yeah, something, something like that. I think it went it's something like eight and six after the Monday night stinker. But I mean, it really started on fire, man. Like it won like the first six or seven games. Yeah, he was six for seven in the early window. I think mm-hmm. uh, he, she. Let's call Algo she, just so we can keep it. You know, she's hot together. Yeah, she is. All right. Well, I'll until next out. time, my friend. We will be back uh, later this week. Check out Mind of Micah. Check out Micah's Read of the Week. Until next time, mm, bye-bye. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 